Yo, 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 ha ha, yeah, you got your man Sunny L up in here, welcome to Squared Circle 101, aka the Italian Stallion, now with me, he might not be allowed back in Vegas, cause apparently there's only one shooter there. My man Shooter, how you doing, buddy? Man, I'm doing all right, man. Didn't you kind of use that last week, man? Nah, I mentioned you're, it to you. I had to of, ask you. Running, if, you running out of material? Nah, I had to ask you if it was too soon, and you're like, nah, nah. Make sure you hit us up on Facebook.com forward slash Square Circle 101, or hit us up on Instagram at Square Circle 101, or on Facebook. That's the same thing, right? Gmail's the same thing, or talk a little smack to us on Twitter. Man, I'm ready to talk about the sweet science, and let's get this started. Let's go. <laughs> Shoot out of it. Let's go. Man, that's what hey, you know Wait, what? That's the only wait, time wait. that's the only time that really gets to you, man. When you shoot it before but. a movie. Let's go. Shoot it with his girl. Let's go. <laughs> That'd have been your wrestling move. That'd have been like your wrestling call out signature on the WWE. Nah, my signature call out, man. I'm actually I'm actually gonna steal this from one of my homeboys, man, that he said in eighth grade, man. So that's taking it back. So my boy Kamar Evans, he said, Man, if I was ever a wrestler, my name, my name would be copycat because I would just steal everybody's moves, and I stole that from him. So like that'd be that'd be my claim to fame. So it's just that's actually a brilliant. That's, yeah, that's that'd brilliant, be, bro. I know for real. He was ahead of his time, man. Shout Apparently out to my man was. Kamar. Yeah. So no, they had me dying. I was like, that's. Are you awake yet, man? Man, what well, I'm this is early, awake, this man. Is Come early on, show hey, for us. I, is, I'm here, right? Okay. I'm here. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, then. All right, all right. back all up right. then. Good. I just want to make sure you feel good, because I want to feel good. You want to feel good, check out IamRCF.com. Forward slash contact. If you're in Western Washington, you know what to do, man. We told you guys. We got people coming in and out. We got the, we've got we had people that we work with, acquainted with. How yep. you doing there, man? Man, I'm doing good, man. We um actually getting ready for this in-house competition, man. So, like, that's another reason why I'm dead right now. Because just getting back from this morning and yesterday. Mm. Man, they really working us to get ready, man. So, like, I'm physically exhausted, man. But, you know, it is what it is, man. We're going to make it, like Jadika said. At what point will this competition not be fun for you anymore? Uh, if I'm not as good as I think I am. <laughs> I'm so glad that you're honest with me. Look, of all I, people. I gotta be like so. That's the one thing is. Um, How's the Sia Twins doing? Oh, they're doing great. Okay, I, okay. I see them. They they're in a later class. Than okay, me, okay. But uh, yeah, they're doing good, man. So they would. But yeah, man. If uh. If I go in there and my expectations are high and I'm going to do good, I kill it, I get smashed, I'm going to be, yeah, it's not fun. Now, anymore. if you didn't know, my man doesn't watch adult videos anymore. Apparently, he likes to watch uh, workout videos. I won't say which ones. But uh, that or he's preparing himself uh, for the competition ahead because the females always seem to kill it at these competitions. No, always, man. They As a matter of fact, uh, one of the hardest workouts that we did yesterday, the only person that beat me was a female. Ah. Yeah, beat me by two reps. See? told you. You're a hot chick. <laughs> That's what's happening. Make sure you hit them up. I am rcf.com forward slash contact. You know what to do if you're in Western Washington. Check it out. We're taking over the Pacific Northwest because we are the number one show. Now make me feel even better. How do we keep winning? All right, man. Another keys to victory, man. Another day, another dollar. Every failure is a lesson learned. If you're not willing to f- sometimes fail, then you're not really mm. ready to learn the lessons to succeed. It's like premature ejaculation. I got it. I got it. How is it like premature ejaculation? If you don't get it, wait. Was that? <laughs> <laughs> One more time, hit me with that quote. Every failure is a lesson learned. If ah, you're not willing yes. to sometimes fail, then you're not ready to learn the lessons to succeed. And you can apply that to anything you think of, whether it's work, winning in sports, collecting comic books, 
pulling girls, trying to sleep as, as many in one night. You know, just like my dad used to say, once the green grass gets to growing, you know, somebody on the other side got to cut the lawn. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Wait a <laughs> Who did you hear that from? <laughs> <laughs> Great white hype, Jamie Foxx, right? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. I heard that today. Oh, yep. What's going on with that? I was like, it was like what? What? Wait, you pulling uh, thunder? <laughs> All right, man, what's going on? Let's get into it, man. Let's get into, as I tell Lil, man, let's get into some gangster shit. Okay, so, okay. So, what's going on? But I, first, I need you to, I, I got to ask you something, man, because we had a great event this weekend, right? Uh, well, we had a we had, we had had a good time, me and you, watching the fights for sure. Shout out to Teddy, too, for coming Teddy through B, watching baby. the fights. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I love those insights because we learn from each other. We find out uh, we're telepathically synced sometimes. Yeah. It's kind of weird. But... Um, well, one of the fights ended unexpectedly, so I'm gonna give you two choices here, and you gotta pick one, bro. In your, if you had a boxing career, would you have rather have your career, your very first fight ever, start getting knocked out in 30 seconds, and you gotta come back from that, you and you, you could become a, a world champ after that, or you want that to end your career with a fight in 29 seconds? It's your last fight. You don't get, you don't get no bounce back. You don't get no rematch. You don't get anything. I'd rather have my career start like that. Okay. You know, because as a, what did uh, Sugar Ray Leonard get famous for? Not just by his beautiful boxing. Mm-hmm. You remember the last thing you see. Yep. Well, when you uh, when you look Ooh, at Bernard deep. Hopkins, the last thing we see is him getting knocked out the, the ring. ring. Yep. So it's just like, yeah, you were the last unified title mm-hmm. holder, but you yeah. also got knocked out, out the ring. ring. Yep. So like, you know, that's the night we don't. Um, just because we flood, we flood a lot of our page with like mm-hmm. a lot of Mike Tyson highlights. But remember the last we, we's a fan. six fights of his last six fights of his career is just like a lot of losses and a lot of controversy. Seeing a shell of himself. Yeah, so it's um, nah, man. Nobody. Uh, the comeback is always greater than the fall. That's right. It's the name of one of our shows too, <laughs> man. So it's one thing I, I learned. So I'd yeah. rather be remembered as a champion than and get knocked out of the beginning, man. Because you can always come back. Okay. Okay. Now my, my first uh, the first th- thought on that one before I came up with that option was uh, it was something similar like um, you have you have one of those um, you have a career like uh, thirty eight and twenty two which somehow get a title shot and you win that title once mm-hmm. You're or you a champion. Get, or you get that un- the other option would be the undefeated record get the belt and lose it right away and never come back. Yeah, see, nah, man, it's uh, once you get that belt, you're a champion. Nobody yeah. can take that from you. But that's why I thought that was a good. I thought that was a good hypothetical for you. Make you think it was a little too easy. I'm gonna have to get yeah, a little tougher with you. Yeah, that was way easy, man. I'm gonna have to get a little Buster bit tougher for you. Buster Douglas is the champ. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Now, happy birthday to Tommy Hitman Hearns. Okay. So, so salute to him. We're gonna we're gonna go and say chin down to him. All right. All right. Cause uh, you know, just chin down to a hundred years. He's about a hundred years old, boxing age. <laughs> Somehow still standing around and walking. Now, let's go ahead and get some... You ready, man? Let's get this thing pulled up here because we're going to have to start looking up some stuff here. All right, what you want? First off, man, I heard I just heard that Kubek Pulev pulled out of the Anthony Joshua fight. And I thought that was sudden because I started seeing all these memes late last night with uh, Anthony Joshua versus a Cherry. And I was like, what the, what's this about? And I, I didn't think it was that funny because... Unless, for some reason, there's reports of step-aside money. Um, Pulev got pulled out of the fight for whatever reasons. and But, I, so, I, I just wasn't sure. I'm unclear. Um, if it would have been about banned substances, that, that would have been all over. 
All right, let me pull this up. Um, so we got Kubrat Pulev, 25-1, 13 knockouts. Now, with him dropping out, how did you expect this fight to go with Anthony Joshua? Um, I, ex- I, I expected to see how Anthony Joshua would do against a big heavy man that's not scared of him. So Vladimir Klitschko is a guy that is a tactician who yeah. came in there with a smart plan caught you off guard because it's the exact opposite. It's like, I always think of like, too, like if I want to get away with something, what's the exact opposite of something that I would do that people wouldn't expect, right? Understandable. Um, you know, I I haven't seen a Kubrick fight. I've seen, seen, fight seen him fight before. Now, so this is 25, 25 and one with 13 knockouts. So one loss doesn't, to, yeah, it doesn't have a... His losses to Vladimir Klitschko. Yeah. 25, what did I say? Did I say 25 and 0? Uh, yeah, I, no, no, 25 and 1 with 13 knockouts. So it doesn't have a high knockout ratio. So I wouldn't, like, just record alone, I would say, does he have the power to even keep, to even really try to corner? And it was a Anthony shoulder Joshua? injury. What do you mean it was a shoulder that's injury? Why he, that's why I pulled out. Pulev. Oh, okay. I had to double search because when I first type, typed in Pulev, pulled out Joshua, the, the wrong stuff. Yeah, popped I will up. say, don't ever type, the wrong, type pull out. Yeah, that was the, the wrong. Pull out of Joshua. I didn't get the right category. You, yeah, it was a. Uh, Did was, you search for that in Pornhub? Because no, I think I got just, a virus, man. That was Google. Infecting. That was just Google, actually. So I don't know what's going on. That means you people are sick. <laughs> no, nah, that means <laughs> your search history, man, is just like, we know what you really want. I don't pull out, pull out. I look up, put in. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's get back to the focus here and talk about man, the I'm sweet science. You, yeah, what's good, man? All right, let's go. So he Make pulled sure out with guys. a shoulder injury, man. So I don't know. Shoulder injuries are a thing that, like, either it's true or it's a real shoulder injury. Depends on how bad it affects a fighter. Anthony Joshua does need to stay busy. He's fighting. Carl Takem, take him. Carl, take him, take him. That'd be his nickname, right? Other fights got announced. One that I think that I really, really want to look forward to. Uh, Billy Joe Saunders, man. And David Lemieux. Yeah. So we uh, last week we were in. Uh, we mentioned that there was talks of that going on, and we it wasn't finalized. It was but final. we said, and then it all depends. And I think we both mentioned it all depends on what kind of. Um, fighter david lemieux shows up as mm-hmm. so you know it's it's still going to be early do you know when that fight is and uh, uh no they just finalized it with uh, i think the, it was in december like december 19th like, and yeah. that's the thing that makes me happiest the most about it because one thing i read, read in the article was oscar de la ho is like we've been having one of the best years of boxing we need to end it right yeah i mean that's a great fight card this is usually there's no fights in december at all getting around at christmas time. everybody man. takes the month off we got the final Koto fight, which we're about to get into. We got, you know, Master versus Master. You know, which, could, which could be the best chess match with action, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Which, which I'm looking forward to. And I would be... This is a fight that shouldn't go the distance. And if it does, we know who won. Does that make sense? If it goes the distance, I would have said Rigondeaux would have won that. Oh, that's why we're there. That's why we're there. That's why we're there. Exactly. Yeah. And I think anybody who listens to the show that knows boxing, if not, you're learning from us, you know now. That's for sure. But this should be an action-packed fight. Uh, well, David Lemieux will walk in to bring the action. BJS might bring some BJS stuff. Who knows? We'll see what Billy Joe got in his, his, in his repertoire for someone like David Lemieux. Come on, man. Let's get to it, man. Let's get, let's get to it. Bro. Well, while we mention it, let's talk about talk. We're going to talk about Koto in his last fight against Saddam Ali. Okay. That's the fight announced. It's coming up in December 2nd, I believe. And this Cotto, he's doing a Floyd thing with Andre Berto, right? 
That's what this is? Or is this the only Saddam guy who... Was this the only guy who took the fight? I think this is the only guy that took the fight right now. Or that really... I mean, he, Saddam Ali is a legit opponent. He's a legit opponent. He's a Andre Liberto's a, a legit group. opponent. Yeah, he's a great boxer. Mm-hmm. Um... He's actually he's actually a boxer. Just mm-hmm. uh, one of the things that, of course, it's always American after Olympic. the fact. It's always after the fact that I hate hearing. Uh, Jamal Charlo said he would have took the Cotto fight for the last fight of his career to end his career on that. <laughs> I don't know if Cotto would have want that, but at the same time, it's like I, yeah, yeah. he was high off the hog right now after uh, yeah. his knockout. Jamal so. Charlo, not Jamal. Who? Which one? Which one? Melly Mel. Jamal. 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 It's the opposite. Jamal is the big one instead of Jamal Small. Jamal's the big one. Mel. Jamel Charles. Charles. Jamelly Mel, who we'll talk about later. So where do you rank Cotto? He's ending his career up here. Top 20, top 30, top 40, top 50. We're not going to put an individual number on it because that would... That, we can't, we can't, we we'd have to much. do that in an accumulated group and just, argue for a couple hours. Just to be safe, I want to say 50, maybe 40. Okay. Because even when you think about it, man, you talk about 30. 30 is a real small list, and it can fill up real quick. Real Because the thing is, like, boxing is one of those things. I, I, is, uh, if someone told me top 20, I'm like, all time? No. I, no. No. How much time you got? How much time even, do I have? Yeah, because even when you talk 20 or 30, you're talking about this is a sport where you have to pay respect to those who came before you. Like, literally have to take take. um Cause like when it comes to any other sports, like you know when it's the NBA, you see you see some guys. You, I don't think you can give everybody like the credit that they maybe should. Or, but like when you talk about forties or fifties, yeah. all stars and stuff like that, you're like they're not competing with the athleticism, yep. you know, and stuff like that. They could, but when you're talking about Jake Lamada and Jack Johnson and, you know, yeah, well like you know, Jake like, Lamada, yeah. all time great. But like a lot of losses on his resume, and sometimes these all-time greats can be. Some of these all-time greats have more losses than these new cats got wins. And and the best thing about that is that it's defined by the moments, not necessarily the wins and losses, like how everybody thinks it is today. Yeah, it's about the moments and events they had and created, the experience you got to watch. Yeah, that's the sweet science, baby. That's how we do it. See, that would have been my pitch in the boardroom to make boxing exist. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what do you mean? This is gladiator sports. No, no, no. Trust me. Listen to me. Hear me out. Hear me out. But that's what it is, baby. Top top 50 is a safe answer. Top 50 is safe. Yeah. Maybe 40. But, like, whatever. it would have to. Yeah, I, it's all good. It's all good, baby. Shut up, man. It's just like, you know, it's one of those things. It's like, man, this is a, this is a sport when you're discussing it and you're talking about whenever you mention goats, all-time greats, or anything like that, it's easy to slight somebody. It's yeah. really easy because as soon as you mention one name, well, what about him? What about him? Even when we talked about the GOAT, the greatest of all time, and we went over the records and we're talking about, you know, because automatically everybody's going to say Muhammad Ali on a great time. We have him five, six, maybe, dep- <laughs> de- depending, like mm-hmm. three, de- depending. like So it's not just majority, yeah, Ali's the greatest. I'm like, nah, homeboy, we got we got cats that got right. twice as many knockouts. So right. it's. I, I don't like offending nobody. I mean, no, I really don't care about offending nobody. I don't like <laughs> okay, offend, there we go. Yeah, there I don't we care go. about offending anybody. Yeah. I care about offending legacies yeah. and stuff like that. More yeah, than yeah. the boxers than the actual people that yeah. you know, I'm with do you. it. So. I'm with you. I'm with you. Like, uh, see, the one thing I've always said about us, man, is that we transcend our energy. You know what I'm saying? We can omit. We can create, whether it's negative or positive. It's probably been over a year since I've seen anybody say, text, tweet, verbally, digitally, Typed in, however you want to say it, actually say boxing's dead. It's been maybe over almost two years now. It hasn't come out. Like, me and you probably have brought it up 
talking smack to nobody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, I was thinking about that earlier. Like, usually in the comment sections of stuff was always like, Boxing Dead, you guys suck. I haven't seen that in almost two years. How do you feel about that? Right timing for us. Well, it's the right topic for us, but at the same time, it's like, you can't dis- you're not going to discuss that with us. Yeah. Because we're, there's too much evidence yeah, yeah, yeah. about how much boxing is being sold right now. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, as far as the McGregor fight, as far as the Canelo who, fight. Who uh, may, ne- may never fight an MMA fight again. After he saw that paycheck, he's like, hey, what, what is this? Man? Wait, so, I could make a third of that fighting Pauly? A retired fighter? What? You know what? It's, um... You know, they, it, they started... No, nego- no negotiations, but there's been communication... Yeah. I saw that. There's Between Polly Mal and Isaac. The now, myth, that's the Al Heyman. That's something I want to watch. Not pay-per-view, but no, like it would, HBO No, it would be, like it would be Showtime. Probably Showtime. When it comes to when it comes to this, when or, I just look at or, fight cards. Wait, show, sorry, Go ahead. $30 pay-per-view. Did you no. Okay. No, not. Polly Mal and Isaac hasn't been pay-per-view in forever. And Conor McGregor. And this is where it comes to, well, I don't know about you, but what I was told when it comes to women, it's always quality over quantity. When you see a MMA, a UFC fight, how many fights are there on those fight cards? I feel like that's a. If you ask me that question, quality versus quantity, my answer would determine by the age of my life. You know what I'm saying? Uh, today I tell you quality. A young man would have said quantity. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? At the same time, though, I never wanted to be anybody's come up. So you're not going to sit there and look at. So yeah, no. Yeah. But at the same time, how many fights are on a UFC fight card? A lot. Well, about, about 10, as many as 15, boxing. No, I, no. Because when it was... Um, the I difference was at, is that... I went, what, remember, all preliminary cards aren't always televised. Like, we think about the, the pay-per-view events. I went to... I went... I forgot which Ronda Rousey fight it was. It was right... It was the one before she got knocked out by Holly Holm. Mm-hmm. I went to the fi- Ronda Rousey. I was at the West End Pub with Hooney and Dolores, actually. My man, Hooney. I shout fell, out. I shout fell, out to Hooney. Nope. I fell asleep. And I, I can't... We came in late. We watched like three or four fights. I fell asleep in the bar because, you know, that's how I feel about UFC. I woke up. I probably watched about two or three more fights, and then the main event came on. Ah. So well, we, watched well, three we, different fight, the- we watched three different sections of fight cards this past Saturday, and we still watched six, seven fights. So what the UFC does, when, when they book fights, they, it's all booked on time limit. This many hours, this many things, and they book, they and they have to do this. They book about two hour, an hour to two hours more than any boxing event, because they schedule at the same time of boxing events. They've taken that schedule routine. That's what they focus on. That's why my, there's always UFC fights Saturday night now, right? But every main event starts at nine or ten o'clock, because boxing events start at eight or nine. So that's where you see that progression in the longer rounds. But guess those fights also start. 30, about an hour early, or right on time of boxing. Now, when we go to the when we go to the Emerald Queen local fights, how many fights do we watch in one night? Uh, we probably watch about six, seven fights. On that fight card, usually about 10, almost eh, 10 fights, because they're all four-round fights. Yeah. Because it's booked in the time limit. And that's where I'm going with that, man. And, and, and with boxing coming back from this verbal assault of everybody thinking that it was dead... They can only book our time limits, but all them boxing cards are gonna have. If if it's not ten round, ten short fights, it's gonna be six, ten round fights. Anybody who says boxing is dead, it's just like how the news. They don't. Portrays. That means they don't even watch football. Well, no, it's just how the news tell uh, portrays us now. Media. It, it's what? What? Finish it. Finish I, it. What was damn, I say? you know what what's wrong. What you know what's say? wrong. 
What? Is, is that at, coming into today, I was thinking about this yesterday. I was like, man, I feel like I've been doing pretty good without Interrupted Shooter. And so this is the one. So no, go ahead. Tell me what I was gonna say about the media. Uh, I lost my train of thought now. Yeah, because you interrupted me. Yeah, because I interrupted you. No, they only care. Just like the media, they tell you what to care about. They tell you to care about uh, kneeling for the flag. They tell you to care about the shootings in Vegas. They tell you all that kind of stuff. So what boxing is, they tell you to they tell you to care about the Conor McGregor Mayweather fight. Yeah. They tell you to care about the Canelo um, Triple G fight. Yeah. They don't tell you anything about that. They don't tell you anything after that to care about. It's all about the money and what's going to make them, what's going to attraction. So this should have been, this fight weekend should have been covered all over ESPN and a whole bunch of other different channels. It, it, but the box, because this was a Did you see anything on SportsCenter? Did, huh? did, did you see anything on SportsCenter about this weekend at all? No. Neither did I. I, I well, I haven't paid that much attention either, so. Yeah, so. I, I, not, I'm on the web most Not even, time. well, not even just like. When you're talking about top plays mm -hmm. of the week or something like that, not even these knockouts are getting mentioned or talked about. And I'm like, first round KOs and stuff like that, mm -hmm. man. Those are there was that one time in the one time in the world, once point in time actually, where the heavyweight champion was the baddest man in the world. That at least got covered. That at yeah. least got talked about, but not anymore. This is uh, shows that how Dizzy. Shout out to Firstborn who just walked into the building. That's right. This is how you know Dizzy don't know nothing about sports. Awesome. Because uh, since they own half the world, uh, ESPN they, they just signed. They got Top Rank got to deal with them. Golden Boy got to deal with them, and they still don't advertise boxing for nothing, for nothing, at all. Now, but the world believes. I'm talking about the World Boxing Super Series. They believe. I was watching that and just seeing the the walk in for this George Groves versus Jamie Cockenballs. You can't. You can't. Don't. Don't do that. <laughs> don't, don't do, do that. that. No, no. Jamie Cox, not the cable company, but this, this was a class tills over time fight. But they walked in, and they had, like, these lights just surrounding the ring in a circle. It was beautiful. I don't even beautiful. know if it was a class tills over time fight. I just thought it was. I thought, I thought George Groves looked really good. Jamie Cox came in trying to rough him up. Mm -hmm. And George Groves being the, a boxer, a good, slick, slick boxer, yeah. counterpuncher. Let him know you can't rough me up. Threw him off him. Pushed him back. Every time he had him in the corner, he fought his way out. These were two hard-nosed fighters. Both hard-nosed. Like, mm -hmm. um, there, was no, there was no give. There was yeah. no quit. Look, George this Groves looked, doing it for the hairline. Like, this looked like a licensed street fight. Right? Like, it was. It was Thank just you. like... That's, it kind of reminded me... That's of, what I like from UK fighters, though. That's what I want to see. That's what, that's what you're used to over there, mm -hmm. man. It's, it kind of reminds me of... you seen that movie Legend? Of course. Yeah, you seen the movie Legend. And so when he comes in here, he's like, I came in here for a fight. Yeah. You get you bring out a knife? I came here for a good old... Fashion. Guns. A yeah. good old... Yeah. And he's like... And he's offended because... It's like y'all wasn't in here trying to rumble and tumble like we were supposed to. Like yeah. we were supposed to. Like that's that's kind of the mentality I, I got from that. That's what, so, that's what I'm talking about, man. George Lo George Groves to me is, is just a tough, tough guy. Wasn't a fan of him. Didn't say I didn't like him. I, I was, I was a, I've always been a Carl Cobra Frock fan. And his two fights with Carl Frock were great fights that he was winning and got knocked out at the end. So then he has his struggles in his career. Lost to Badu Jack. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Has a, has a known grudge and rivalry with James DeGale. They fought him twice over there. Careers in boxing total, and finally got that championship win over uh, Dennis Chudorv. Is that right? Uh, Douglin. Let me see. Yeah, Douglin. Douglin. Dennis Douglin. 
Dennis Douglas. Those are WBC's uh, super middle. So for George silver. Groves to get that belt, like you know, he's a world champion and he got a, and he got his first winning defense. By the second in the second round, he found his timing easy with Jamie Cox, and it was a matter of time then. You heard the body punch. You're the body snatcher. Snatch it. Snatch it, it so. a, well, uh, one what? one fight this weekend tried to ruin that. We'll get into it when we get there. I just uh, like looking back at that fight. I don't just like you you said it was class sales over time. I don't even think it was that man. I could I saw this as a fifty fifty. Uh, Jamie Cox came in really relentless, trying to apply the pressure. He just didn't get it done, man. It was um just a slight feints and head movements from George Groves. He was able to get out of the way, but both of these guys. I just thought they had both sturdy chins, and it's not even the chin that folded. It was the body. So yep. a couple more sit-ups is what ended. Yeah, uh, even after the 10 count, like, even after the 10, he was, ten, st- he, he, was oh. still it, he was still holding the stomach, man. Kind of reminded me of Liam Smith, what Ooh. Canelo did to Liam Smith. And that's one of the things, like, a flash knockout when you get KTFO, everybody's like, oh, yeah, bro, sorry, man. Uh, people talk to you different, even like, hey, how you doing, man? Like, like you just lost a loved one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like a family member just died. Hey, shooter, how you doing, buddy? Man, everything okay? You know what I'm saying? You, you okay? You looking good? Money's all right? That's, that's what happens at the KTFO. Yeah. When you get dropped on a body shot, dude was like, that look like that shit hurt. Because the thing is, man, you understand You understand when you get a uh, pop shot in the head, man. Dude, your equilibrium. The first time you ever had the wind knocked out of you. Your equilibrium's off when you get hit in the head, so it's just like, hey, man, you're just always there. Your eyes roll back into yeah. your head. You're just all right, man. You're trying to get your bearings down. A body shot, man. With your so... your core, if your core is not tight and your core is broken down, it affects everything. Standing, uh, just standing. Spoken like movement. a gym rat. Hey, no, it really, it really does, man. So it's just like the the more you work on it. It, it breaks down because you never realize how much your back and your body, your whole midsection is important, man. So it's not like he couldn't. No, it's not like he didn't want to get up, but he literally couldn't. It's like one thing is just like, it's just like, ah, oh, man, I was I was too dizzy and I couldn't get my legs. Like, because even after Kasasu, what he did to Zab Judah, is, as much as he rocked him, he was still able to get up. But them body shots, man, when you connect a clean body shot. Have you ever been hit with a body shot that hard? Not, um, not in the boxing ring. Uh, boxing ring. I got the wind knocked out of me before, yeah. man. So same here. Like that, same so here. Same here. Same here. So that's that's the kind of stuff, though. But yeah, not a. Yeah, the only time I've been down in a fight was like I got kicked in the face. It was like I was a much taller guy. He was an adult. I was sixteen. He was in the military, also. It's probably uh, your mom. No, no, my mom would kill me. She's just no fight. <laughs> There's no fight. It's just death. Just oh, death. Man. That's it. This is how it is, man. Just She's a grown man. Remember, she in, in Thailand. It's all private schools. If you go to school. Right, yeah. and one of the classes they have you fight. They will teach you minor Muay Thai and have you actually spar stuff. There's documentaries on this, bro. There's a reason why no one invades Thailand. <laughs> Understand that, son? They still got a king. Remember that? We spoke. He's. We spoke about him on the show. The little the past king when he passed away. You know what I'm saying no pun intended. Now, world boxing, world boxing super series. I need you to give me an unbiased answer and rank. The overall series itself and what they're trying to do in a scale of we're gonna, we're going to go with the traditional five star rating, and and how there's only one American fighter in this, so now you have to rate this. When you rate this by stars, you have to consider that we're not looking at this as the, as America as the center of the earth. Mm-hmm. The only sun, the only star. Yeah, look about the revenue that might be coming in money wise worldwide. 
I don't care about the revenue and about the money about it. Okay, fine. The reason why is because... Don't talk like, about America awareness. No, wait, no the, well, the reason why, because I have to put it in context. The reason why I'm not bringing any of that up when it comes to how I'm going to rate this or judge this, it's the same reason why your favorite rapper Eminem is... I'm not going to say he's trash. Number but two, say, Sonny Ill is my favorite rapper. Okay. Understand your that right now, son. Before he come out with a diss track about you. Because when you talk about, when you compare your, your boy Eminem to a whole bunch of other rappers that I like... You always say, "Well, he's sold more." I'm like, yeah, so is Lady Gaga. MF so Doom is, is under is overrated. I'll slap you. I'll sl- watch, watch your mouth, man. Mm-hmm. Watch your mouth. But anyway, it, so you can't always go by the numbers. I'm rating this a five. Oh, I'm rating this a okay. five star. The reason why I'm rating this five star is like because like all the even the cruiserweight bouts they've been <laughs> right, good. Great. The the super middleweight and the cruiserweight bouts, the super the super world series, all of them have been good fights, and it's a tournament style format. Mm-hmm. That's the reason why I like because yes. it has the potential to even get better. So we've already seen good fights, action packed everything because they know it's this or go home because they're they're gonna have to wait a while before. They can even come into contention for another title shot. So they know they have to win this it's tournament. Like NCAA, it's a win or go home. Yeah. I have to win this next fight. So everything's action-packed. So I love it so far. I love it so far too, man. The best thing is I I had discipline to let you finish, not interrupt you. Oh, thank you. For one. Uh, I saw also, you get Nancy over there. I love that no one talks about George Groves versus Chris Eubank Jr. This was never a thought in nobody's head, and now we're about to get this. Yeah. And this is the culmination that led up to it because Eric Skoglin is a good top prospect, but this isn't even going to be the main event. Yeah. This is not going to be the final bout even. Exactly. So uh, it just goes to show that you didn't even need the biggest names in here, but now we got to showcase and see these other fighters, and now the matchups get more and more intriguing. Yep. This is beautiful for the sport of boxing. I love the sweet science. And then so... um it's one of the things Sweet I'm just gonna. Science. I'm gonna, sh- gonna shorten up on one of the programs that I was in actually at, uh, at the gym. But was it one of those time. things where hi, my name is Carvin and I'm a. Oh, sorry. I'm a sexaholic. This <laughs> <laughs> like I got medicals and doctors. Fill in the blank. It's, it's, it's my cross to bear. That's right. Yeah. No. Um, but at the same time, it's like once you get to a certain point, you're like, uh, Harold and Kumar. We've gone too far to turn back. <laughs> so so it's like you yeah. when you get to that yep. stage and it's like. Hey man, I'm only one step away. I'm only one more fight away. If I knock this out, then I could be a champion after I get to this next fight too. So it's like we still may have we haven't seen. I don't think we probably even seen the best of George Groves. I don't think we have this seen seen the best of Chris Eubank Jr. Uh, I don't I don't think we've seen the best of all the rest of the people who are in the tournaments. And it's the matchups are getting more and more intriguing because it's like a it's a, it's a countdown. It's a checklist. Yeah. Right, and I love it. Go to facebook.com forward slash squared circle 101. And if you go down there, you'll see the brackets. I'll put up a new fresh bracket today. I'll get it up there. By the time you hear this, it'll be up there. That's what I'm saying. So we're going to stay on top of this because we had, it was great. When we were at the, when we were at the, you know, the money pit, we had the coworker we know who likes boxing as much as we do. You know, he, he's, he's, he's a cool brother. He's for the most part, right? Yeah. He's, he's cool. And, and he was like, he had to ask us about it. So have you guys been following this world? Boxing superstars, we got to check them right away. Yeah. Check them right away real quick, real quick. You know what I'm like saying? Check the Facebook page. That's right. This one, he, uh, he actually approached me the other day. He's like, man, he asked me about the fights this weekend. I was like, you can vent to me, but I can't talk to you. <laughs> so, it was just like, so I told him that. I was just like, that, man, I can't. That I should be a square circle kid. one-on-one shirt. <laughs> you can vent to me, but I can't talk to you. I can't to you. talk to you. So. Then, then we'll do the hashtag, <laughs> you know, the YS. SC101. That one, and, you know, you don't know ish about boxing. Yeah. We'll do a hashtag on there, too. 
right? You know what I'm saying? You see it. The product's coming out. I've been working on the. I've been working on Square Circle 101, baby. We've been saying that. We actually no. need to get more consistent. Man. Hey, We're- no, there's a deadline. I had to get on there with Squarespace.com about uh about it because uh, things life happens sometimes. You just lose focus in it, and things are gonna do what it is. But there's a deadline and countdown because everything costs money, baby. Mm-hmm. I got we got to October 29th to get it finished, so it'll be up before then. Oh, okay. I got the idea and planned in my head. I know what we're going to do. You might see some photos and pics of us up there. I don't know if we're going professional or happy, silly. I'm not sure yet. But in a couple weeks, you'll, 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 you'll know what's up. You'll know what's up. But make sure you go to, to check out the Facebook page. We've got the brackets on there. By the time you hear this, the new update will be up. And I'm loving the World Boxing Super Series. It's moving good. And then with boxing, one punch can happen and change anything. That's one of the most intriguing things about the sport entirely is that one punch can change it all. And that's why sometimes you see beatdowns go on 12 rounds because this guy's resume has had, you know, he's had a career of this one-punch knockout. Because of that, you get you get guys like Randall Bailey knocking out Mike Jones. Who? You, Mike, jo- Mike Jones. This, as an, this is just an example. A guy who known for his one-punch knockout knocked a guy out in the 10th round who's a top prospect. We got guys like Antonio DeMarco taking out Eddie Ramirez in the first. The round. spoiler too, man. Eddie Ramirez. That's Ramirez, my man. So the spoiler spoiled. <sighs> Eddie Ramirez, man, is. Is this karma? Nah, I don't think it's karma. You know what? I just think it's a, a savvy veteran. Antonio DeMarco did his thing against Eddie Ramirez, hey. and but the, you know what's really funny about that? Just just give me a num- Just give me a number. Guess how many between both of them? Guess how many total punches landed between both of them? Italian good luck number thirteen. Twenty-three. Ooh, ten off. Not bad. Twenty-three punches landed between those. It was a short. It was the- a short fight, and Antonio Ooh. DeMarco just happened to catch the one on the button to be able to put him down. Mm. I thought it was a short stoppage, but I understood. But I understood. I didn't. Uh, I thought Eddie Ramirez could have continued, hmm. but you know. This is horrible. Because now I just compared MMA and boxing in the form of uh, a premature ejaculation. Short fight, premature ejaculation. MMA, battle for a position. This is what it is. What do you do? I don't know. But it's weird. I'm crazy like that. But this is... Are you... Are the you, first uh, thing... What is it called? Projecting? Maybe. <laughs> I'll let you know how the week goes. But the first thing they go for many fighters is legs. And the fighter never loses his punch. That's one of the things that... That I learned from the great boxing historian known as my my poster, Mr. Easy Money. And that's what we first witnessed here. Antonio DeMarco was a guy, he's got a win over Jorge Linares for a, a one-punch knockout in like the sixth or seventh round or something like that. Antonio DeMarco came in, the young guy, he's been he hasn't fought in over a year, maybe. Eddie Ramirez. He went back to his original trainer. That's mm-hmm. what they were mentioning too. So okay. it's always uh it's always one if you can get somebody to criticize you and they know you. It's just like, look, I know your weaknesses, hey. I know your strengths, and let's build on top of that foundation. It's like when you get to hang out with that friend you ain't seen in about four or five years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for some reason, we had a great night together. Yeah. It was insane. No, your life's been boring. <laughs> and this is a moment to make it exciting. And that's what happened with this. And it, it could be that exact same scenario that created this. And I loved it. But I was sad at the same time because I like Eddie Ramirez. Can he bounce back? We haven't... The PBC has this history, and they're very good at making young fighters feel great and on top of the world. But then 
after they lose, they slowly return. We got Cowboy Carl. We ain't seen him. My man Goodfellow Perella. We ain't seen him. Is that because the handlers haven't got fights for them? Or do you think it's the fighters? And do you think Eddie Ramirez is going to fall in the same? I think it's uh, me not personally know him. I would say it's 50-50. Sometimes you're, you're, when it comes to fighting, your confidence is probably like more times than not. Yeah. Like your, your ego is what keeps you going and all that kind of stuff. So whenever you get a minor setback like that, you know, it's, you got, it's your job to protect the fighter. So it's just like, all right, man, let's get you something yeah. that we can, maybe not a tomato can, but something that you can win or something like that to actually build that confidence back up. Now speak because about we still ain't seen live, we still ain't seen Amir Mom, and we mentioned him probably like every three or four shows. Man. Yeah, he's got Don King, his, his promoter too. Yeah. So that that could, I think with Amir Mom, I'm I'm hoping that it's because Don King as his promoter, nobody really wants to work with Don King anymore. Mm. That's what I'm guessing. And unfortunately, your contract's usually a fight-per-fight fight basis. And that's the hard thing. But for Al Heyman, my theory is always that I feel like when, they're, when, they, when they have top fighters and they lose, I could be biased with this, that they tell them, hey, take some time off, then we'll get you back in the gym. We're, um, we're going to get into this fight in a second, too. But um, this when I, when I first saw this Antonio DeMarco versus Eddie Maria, Ramirez fight, I thought of Trout versus Hurd. Oh, okay. That 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 was it was so funny. I was just like, this is what I was talking about okay. last week, and that that's yeah. kind of saw us. But we'll get we'll get. We're into not that there in a yet. Second. Nope, we're not there yet either. Now this fight card got more disappointing for me after this, because the next fight had one of the top build fighters, not fighting the other top build fighters, mm-hmm. Abner Mares versus Andres Gutierrez, the human punching bag. He had a Provotnikov face. Like that's already exactly beat, it looked already uh, beat up already before he beat walked in. Yeah, right. He, he stalked him. He does uh, Abner Mares versus Andre Andres Ab- Gutierrez, the featherweight ba- battle. Abner Mares, he just showed Abner Mares, he just showed that he was a better class of fighter. Though. He quicker hands, better combos. Um, Sacrifice power for speed. Yeah, he really did. I thought he was. Um, he looked pretty, man. He had the David Lemieux hair, got the comb right, over, right, whatever. Right. Yeah, it was, I saw it was, that too. He was, he was banging. He's on always been pretty, like, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. they threw him in the pink because it's like there's a glow about you today. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. So um, I just wanted to see how his conditioning uh, lasted. It, it lasted pretty well. Pretty too. well. So uh, had it got the unanimous decision win round ten. So uh, through ten rounds. Yep. So he's been with Robert Garcia for the last two years. This is the first time they have came in with a boxing plan. Yeah. Because he's always been a come-forward fighter. Yep. And I expected this to be a brawl. But instead, as you get older, sometimes you got to use your smarts. Yeah. And that's what he did. Now, Abner Mars has had a, has a, a history of trying to... He wants to do it his way when it comes to trainers. That's why his longtime trainer, his last name's Clemente, they parted ways. He had a short stint with Virgil Hunter. They part of ways, and Robert Garcia is now the man, and Robert Garcia has full control. And you can see it, too, because he was making sure, like, even in the interview afterwards, mm-hmm. Robert Garcia was like, Was hey. standing over him, looking like, at hey, him, man, like, watching Keep it tight. Yeah. Hey, you know what we do over here. This is, I need you to stay inside our yep. regiment. So That's why this, this man is, is definitely one of the greatest trainers of all time to me because he gets, there's a level of respect that he definitely has from all his fighters. No one has anything ever bad to say about him, for sure. And he doesn't run his mouth too much. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't run his mouth at all. Now we got Leo Santa Cruz up in there versus Chris Avalos. 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 Premature stoppage here. Chris Avalos. I, I think bullets are the only thing that can knock this guy down, right? 
Bullets. He had a lot of heart. He yeah. Bullets is the only way that it, he had a just like they said granite. Granite chin. It's yeah, like so, it's got to feel like cement when you hit it, right? Leo Santa Cruz, he might not have to take a page out of Robert Garcia's book, though, man. Like, he's... Hey, man, you ain't got to take all those punches, man. You're a You boxer. don't have to brawl with everybody. Hey, for real, you fought, man. You fought Frampton Smart? Yeah. Right, what up, man? Come yeah, on. because he's is it, is it, is it not going to sit there and brawl if, with Frampton. If Frampton changed his last name to Hernandez, what do you... You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm going with this, man, because, like, is this is this, is this this some Mexican mochismo kicking in? Yeah, that's exactly right? what it was, man. They were, I'm going like, to hit up the jackal and tell... How do you... Okay, Google. How do you say jackal in Spanish? <laughs> el, el, well, I was about to say El Chacol, but that was a... Uh, how do you uh, say jackal in Spanish? Mm. Ah, forget it. You can, we'll look you it can. up later. I'll send a tweet out later because that's what I want to know. He should be fighting Abner Mars and Carl Frampton. He shouldn't even be in the ring with him. Uh, Chris Abalos had a chance at Destiny with his first, last... This is probably his last title shot. No, nah, I thought he fought pretty good. He just got tired around five men, and then at the same time, he did fight the featherweight champion. Too. He stopped. They stopped around at round nine, eight, eight, and he didn't even hit the ground. He got hit with a right hook. And yeah, because Leo in. Santa Cruz was landing at will. Yeah, like it just every punch he thrown, it was just like whenever he wanted. And Leo Santa Cruz stayed in front of him as long as he wanted. What did you say? It was in Spanish. El Chaco. Nah, no, drop the yell and you're right. <laughs> Yeah, man, because, yeah, man, dude, that's, that's, uh, Rigando's, uh... Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay, okay. So, did you see that Rigando picture, I think you sent it to me, him in front of the birthday cake? Have you seen that? Nuh-uh. It's, it's weird, because I think he's smiling, but there's no smile. I don't believe you. That's, <laughs> uh, I'm putting that with Al Heyman. This is urban legend. Smile? He, never, he never smiled. I am He's smiling. never smiled in his life. In no, his life. Never. I think... <laughs> his skin that would same, rip. That same face he made when he was born. They're like, he look, just bro. Came out like look, you have two I options in life. There. You're gonna box or play poker. One of the two. <laughs> Leo Santa Cruz, the non-stopping punching machine. He gets in there. He's like a wind-up doll. You wind him up, and the punches keep throwing. Basically. That's all it is. Now let's can we make him an Abner Mars fight? Because I'm not gonna talk about another Leo Santa Cruz or Abner Mars fight unless it's with Abner Mars is fighting a top legit fighter or he's having his third fight with. The Jackal Carl Frampton. I'm done with this because I'm already mad that this was a fight card that we watched. This was literally... I was this entertained. Was, this was a fight card... Are you not entertained? I am entertained. But this yeah. is a fight card I'll say that I was actually more looking... I was looking forward more to hanging with you than watching those fights. I, I actually enjoyed them, man. I wasn't... I was not mad at it all already, man. I, I Of course, I would rather have that, but the fight cards were good, man. It was a good fight night. Okay. Now, let's go into showtime at SC 101. With that fight card, now we're gonna go a little bit in reverse here because we need to know. We knew exactly. We what knew what we, we, we knew just exactly like we went through it last week when we picked the fights. But before the fights, before the main event, there was a sit down with Keith Thurman, Errol Spence, Deontay Wilder caught in the middle of it. Yeah. And and it was it was like I see what you did there because it's like you guys are trying to start a fight right now, it, it, at the at the counter. Let's we got Keith Thurman over one side, Errol Spence on the other. We got the we got the commentator host, and we got Deontay Wilder next to him. And of course, we were like, "Well, we can't wait to hear what these guys say." He goes right to Deontay Wilder. Yeah, you know, what I'm saying, "Oh, you know, you didn't start it." So, do you think, honestly, give me your honest opinion? Do you think there's anybody who enjoys being a champion and re- and relishing it? Well, I'm gonna answer my own question, Adonis Stevenson. But besides him, 
Keith Thurman. Is there anybody else who likes being or loves being a champion as much as him? Because the reason why the reason why I asked you that is because like I have put up a whole bunch of videos of Keith Thurman talking, criticizing, judging, <laughs> running his mouth with everything. I'm coming to the point where I don't like Keith Thurman anymore because How dare you? I don't. Yeah, I don't. I I don't think he wants to give up that belt, and I don't think he wants to fight anybody who's opposition that could threaten his title. I I don't think that's what it is. I think that he understands. And acknowledges that he is the current top dog. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And he is trying to make sure. I feel like he's honestly. I think Keith one time Thurman is the only one who's still trying to sell boxing like boxing is in debt. Yeah. I think he's doing that more than any of the fighters out there by mentioning who number one is. He's yeah. claiming one time, yeah. one spot is where you got to be, and that's a mental edge you get. I understand that. How do you feel about him? He stunned Errol Spence when they weren't even when he, they weren't even champs. Because you know what did he say to him? Real quick. He just talked. He just talked about how, hey, the kid. He watched me growing up, and it's like, and, and it's basically you was a class ahead of him. So it wasn't even that big of a. It wasn't even that long, of, uh, separation. But it's just like when you talk. You're, you're sixty years yeah. old. So when you're talk. So when you talk about music with somebody who could be necessarily, five years younger, mm-hmm. that generational gap is huge. That yeah. five years. So, that's relative to boxing terms mm-hmm. as it is to also. So like. Earl Spence being a class behind Keith Thurman, that's still a lot of time in between. Mm-hmm. So I, I understand him selling the fight. I understand him selling that, yes, I'm number one, but at the same time is when you're the champ and you know that you're champ, yeah, not only are you saying number one, I'm number one, but it's, all right, you think you can come get this? Come get it then. Come take this from me. Come pry this from my dead hands. I don't get that from Keith Thurman. I get that from Keith Thurman. I th- I'm going to disagree with you on that because I like one time. I've been a fan of one time. I remember him watching him fight three times a year. He earned his spot in its ranking. He didn't fight bums. He, he just, nope. like, just like the Crusher, you earn your names. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Earl Spence earned his name, the truth. But, you know, it, it, it was good. It's good for boxing. I love to see him. Even when they had the little family foot affair photo, hey Boner, you ain't doing nothing. Come, come jump in, come jump in this quick photo with all four of them sitting there. You see the demeanor. You see, you see the demeanor of Earl Spence. Like it was funny. Is like I actually I'm gonna smack you right now. Yeah, no, I actually saw, when the memes that came out right after that too, because everybody was like, "You don't want it with that kid, man." It's like you could talk it, but I'll, you don't. So want, you, you think Keith Thurman doesn't really want it with Spence? I don't. I, I really don't. I think Keith Thurman wants it, but at the right price. That. Yeah, because he's going to lose his belt. So at least if you're going to lose your belt, get paid for it. As we get closer to the fight, I'm going to see if you're that confident for Earl Spence. No, I, I I already told you how I felt about Earl Spence. Like, Keith Thurman, if you're that number one guy, unification. That's what we're talking about. That's what he's going to do. That's what he's going to do. As soon as he recovers from now, his... Now, uh, okay, let me ask you this. If you're his handlers... It, it's just there's no scheduled fights for him. He's probably recovered from that sh- from that surgery, but we're in the, we're in the mid month of October. Yeah, it's too late to try to find a big mm-hmm. fight. So this puts him coming back in the ring with possible Earl Spence in March. Do you take a tune up fight if you're Keith Thurman? Do I take the who? If you're Keith Thurman, do you take a tune up after surgery? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because you can't, because as being the champion, you have that leeway. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm just, I'm the champ. I just beat uh, Danny Garcia for my title. Mm-hmm. I, I just had unified. surgery. I just, yeah, which I unified. I just had surgery. Um, 
if I'm his handlers, I'm overstepping Earl Spence at any cost. Yeah. I'm calling out Jeff Horn. I'm <laughs> take, no, I'm dead serious. I'm Lucas Matisse look good. I'm ta- I'm I'm stepping everything now, unless it's the unification title for you know to go over. But all you give him one tune-up. I'll get, at least give him a tune-up. Yes. Okay, so you can't say nobody can say he's overstepping Earl Spence until after that tune-up. Oh no 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 okay no, no. okay now. T. Bud Crawford. I'm looking, I'm looking past that. Earl, I mean, Keith Thurman is good enough to to whoever's whoever, tune-up whoever, is. Whose tune-up is. Hey, hey. But after that, he it's, doesn't want it with Earl Spence. It'll be Andre Berto. <laughs> but hey, check it out, yo. So, yo, T. Bud Crawford. We know how much I love him. We know how much you do. I got him above one time Keith Thurman as far as who I like. And he said that Terrence Crawford was irrelevant. That made me mad. <laughs> That one upset me. Upset me because he because he, he had a sort of smug, that kind of smugness from him is the reason why I don't like him. He's irrelevant. If he's irrelevant, take that fight right now. Take that fight right now. If he's a, if he's irrelevant, if somebody's irrelevant, if you call me out and you say I'm irrelevant in hoop or you say I'm irrelevant in cross or anything like that, hey, right now, I had long story short, uh, one of my family members uh, just came back just came back in old head. Um, it was me, him, and my pops. We were talking, and then uh, my pops hasn't played me a hoop in forever. He's he didn't he didn't want it, but my other family member he was like, "Oh, you got to go through me before you get through him." And I was like, first of all, how dare you come at me?" I was like, "Let's play right now." I ain't got no shoes. I said, like, "What size you wear?" I gave him some shoes. I gave him socks. I gave him shorts. I gave him shirt. He had no excuse. I took him to the court. I wore him out. I like. I had people on the sideline talk about, hey, yo, dunk on them this way, dunk on them that way. And the one I met, I, I embarrassed them because don't don't throw shots. And especially if you're ready to talk mm-hmm. and you're going to call me irrelevant or something like that, you, I need you to be able to prove that. I don't want to hear the words. I'm I'm a shower. I'm, it was a, no, I'm a grower, mm-hmm. not a shower yeah, or yeah. whatever, whatever yeah, it yeah. is. So it's, if he's irrelevant, take it then. Yeah. You don't want those problems. I like that. I like that. Now, let's go into the non-American dream, Aris Landy Law versus Terrell Gosha. You can't be the American dream till you at least eight, till at least everybody knows you understand English. The first the the first round, the second round, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, all the way to 12. Clinical We're all boxing. the same. One, unanimous decision. I'm ready to move on unless you have anything else to say. The one thing that we, when we had our little uh, romantic moment watching the fights, we, it... Ah. Yes, I know what you're talking about. There I we know go. what you're talking about, man. Exactly. His discipline is his biggest weakness in his uh Is this what's stopping the Cuban fighters from yeah. becoming all time greats? Yeah. Cause this is the same thing we see with Rigado, Arislandi Lara. Now we know cause we know how good they are. Yeah. But he sits at 154 pounds. Like what what do they I compare Cuban fighters to Russian assassins. I feel like that's the same kind of training they go through. They find you at the age of six, and then they just beat it into your brain. This is all you know. It's all you do. You can't. That's why I'm starting to think, I don't know if I've seen Aris Landy Lara smile either. Like, that's the first thing they take from you as a child is your your laughter. Aris Landy Lara and Guillermo Rigondeau, they are the San Antonio Spurs of boxing. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like, yes. It, they're efficient. They may be boring, but they get the job done. And almost uh, impossible to beat. Yeah. So, um, it is what it is. Just like we said, the fight we were mentioning this first is because we knew how this was going to turn. Now out. we talked about it because this is not going to be the. This shouldn't be the main event. But if he's the main best fighter on there, how do you tell the best fighter you're not going to be the main event? 
because matchup wise, that's why I'm glad I'm not a promoter. So, yeah, this was a good promoter. You got Jerry. No, if Hurt I was a there. promoter, I'm definitely putting errors Randy Laura because literally every fight that we watched that night was exciting. Even the uh, first round with uh, Eddie Ramirez and Antonio DeMarco, errors Randy Laura was the. I thought it was. We were we were even checked out because like we would sit there, we would watch, we would talk, we would drink. And we go right back, oh, it's still the same thing over and over yeah. again. So it's just like we were checked out. So, yes, you can tell him he's the best fighter. Make his purse the same. Be, but you're, probably you're, everybody hey, in that ring. But you're, but, you're on, but you're on first. You're on first, man. If you're trying to sell tickets, you're trying to make an exciting fight, you're on first, homeboy. I'm going to circle back to him in a second. Jarrett Hurd, Austin Trout, how, this has got to be sad. How, how, are, how are we on time? Uh, we got some time. Okay. So Jarrett Hurd, Today Austin Trout. Time, time, baby. Jared heard Austin Trout was sad. Shout out to Weebay from the Wire that was sitting in the uh, that was sitting in the there's audience. The that always, anytime there's a Wire reference or a Wire character, I'm always gonna shout it out. Greatest show of all time. We watched the man age in the ring bad. I don't think we saw him age. I just thought He's he just done. got tired. He's done, bro. Hey, he may be done. Prime Austin Trout wins that fight. Oh, we we talked about this now. We didn't really go into who's right or wrong on the picks this week. Yeah, but every did. every now and then I have to just acknowledge. Yeah, there are these and maybe this is just because the generations or the, the the years I've seen ahead of you. Oh, maybe that's God, all it is. That's go. all it is. I am not saying that you got sunned, but I said youth would win this fight, and I based that completely up the way that I watched Austin Trout quietly just lose his energy against Aristani Lara, slowly get his get whooped. Everybody can lose her power or uh, her against Arizona. Because he came Arizona, out yeah. working her though. He no. And and that's the thing about it too. The at at the tempo and the speed that he came up with, that's the reason why good. he he looked really good. And, and if it this, wasn't this would have been an easy win. Three years ago, Austin Trout wins. Yeah. Three Hands years out. ago. Hands and, that's, and that's the thing about it. That's that's what I had. It was the conditioning and then the ref stoppage. Because the thing is, you saw he was tired. But even when he was tired and Jared Hurd came through, Austin Trout was knocking that Odell Beckham hair around. Still, he was, them uppercuts was killing. Yes. Was killing. So, you won as far as the pick. But Jared Swift Hurd knows what the deal was in that ring. Jared Hurd has t- shows signs of 10-man symptoms to me. Like, I feel like there's so many moments where, I don't know if this maybe with him and his trainers, but he just looks like he doesn't want to box. He doesn't want to fight. Like he was taking it for the money? Yeah. Like, just no no heart in the game. Hmm. I can say no heart to win, because he came back and he showed his will to win, Yeah. and I don't know if that's motivation or because he wanted it yet. I'm not sold on him, man. And I'm going to I'm I'm give him just as much of, of some swift disses, too. You need to prove yourself to me. Until then... You're lucky you didn't make the 10-man list right to now me, because a young Austin Trout would have worked him. To me, <laughs> he looked outclassed, man. Outclassed, and I wanted to see, And he bad. was frustrated. I needed to see his mental toughness, but the youth on his side is the only reason why he won. That's the, the only, why that's the the only reason why he won. And that was a good pickup. I just I just thought the gas in his tank, Austin Trout's tank, was going to be a little bit to last it because he started fading. Once he started fading... <sighs> Even when he started fading, he still looked pretty good. So, so yeah, shout out he to had Austin flashes. Trout. To me, uh, flashes. TKO round ten. Um, Doctor, we all we still have. He had the Andre Brodo eye. Yeah, he never gets that either. Um, so Jared Hurd hits hard. We still we still already have our pick, which we've mentioned almost every other show. 
to me, that was a fight of the year candidate. That was a good fight. It was a really good it was fight a really good also, fight. too. Yeah, that was a really exciting. good fight. I was glad. If, if you're Austin Trout's trainers, is it time for the talk? <sighs> yes and no. Don't say that like a competitor. Because, I no, need you be, to think from the, the trainer's thing, perspective. Because the only thing, yes, he aged in the ring, but it wasn't Sergio Martinez, Miguel Cotto aged in the ring. It was... Well, your hey, leg bruh, just broke. Hey, yeah. it was, hey, bro, you need some more road work. You need to get them lungs up, man. That's that's what it was because at the same time, if he watches it, if he if I'm Austin Trout and I've watched that fight over again, I'm like, damn, I could have beat him. Yeah. I could have beat him. I got gassed. I got winded. And even when I did, I still made it entertaining and I still made the rounds close. First thing to go in fighters is legs, man. Once yeah. they go, you can't get them back. Nothing brings hey, it back. you can move in little spaces, man. You just gotta be. You just gotta make sure you can. Keep the only walking. thing that can keep you in there is your power, man. But once them legs go, if you don't have power already, mm-hmm. you just better just walk away. And just walk away, as I mentioned. Now, Break I like to talk a little away. smack, like at Talking Smack One Hundred and One on Twitter. I like to poke fun. I got a nickname for fighters like Boner. You know what I'm saying? I call these cats the Charlos. That might be the last time too. Because I've always said I don't like Adrian Boner. I'm not a. I'm a fan of my Boner. Don't like him at all. But I poke fun at these cats, the Charlo twins, because my my argument has always been that these cats are good. But I want to see them against better opposition. opposition. Yeah. That fight announced with Eric Lubin was like. Okay, here it is. Here it is. Show here and it prove. is. Show and prove. I told everybody online. I've been talking a lot of smack in these Facebook groups. I ain't talking smack because I don't try to instigate nothing. I've been trying to express my opinion with recognition of knowledge, tell them exactly what I think is going to happen. And I said when we discuss it, the child is going to knock him out. He's going to knock him out. I said, after, I said within six, after six, six was my number. I was off by quite a bit. We The... The walk to the ring was longer than the fight. Yeah. Fight was 29 seconds. Yeah. 29 seconds. Two minute 41 seconds is the fight. In in a, it wasn't a lucky punch. It was a setup. It was like a hook. Mm-hmm. A hook a little to the uppercut, side, to yeah. The jaw. Yeah. And just right on that button. And it, it was Erickson Lubin, as a fighter, his mind was like, get up, get up, get up. He tried to. You could tell he was aware. You, I don't know if you remember. And you can look it up. You guys, any of the listeners, look it up. Look up Anquan Bolden when he played for the Arizona Cardinals. He uh, he caught a pass, I think it was from Kurt Warner, and then he got collision. I want to say they played the um, Steelers or something like that. I think I remember but that. he, when he got collided, he held onto the football, which, yep. was, which was really crazy. Yeah. But he was stiff, mm-hmm. just like Erickson Lubin was stiff trying to get up. Like his arms were trying to but he his body just couldn't it was get, shocking it, the general at the same shock, time yeah. yeah so it was good pick i don't i didn't see it coming so yeah I, I like i said man one thing with the jamel charlo is that his last two fights before this were ended in knockouts and they were against good top of the opposition because he has a new trainer after he had separate separated him and his brother with ronnie shields because they thought it was better for the career which was smart his new trainer helped him find that little torque, that little ways to set, set when you're when you're when they're using the pivot in your foot to turn and punch, to get that little bit of extra power you're lacking. Now my also my theory is, 
for the last, how, can we look up how old Jamel Charlo is, please, in these twins? Because I've been throwing guesses on it. Because he he probably got a fan out of me. Because right after the, now he's now you're a fan. Now even though I picked a I picked against him, I am a fan of the Charlo. Yes. I like both. I like both of them. So let me see. I'm not gonna say they're my favorite fighters, but I, I'm I think I'm done picking at them maybe. Because uh, their competitiveness is there. But let's find out his age real quick. Because this is my theory on this one. Ever since him and his brother got separated, because for the whole time in their lives. They've been looked to... They're 27. They're compared as one person, right? Basically. And then this is the smaller, or this this is a little bit smaller. This is the boxer. Jamal is the puncher. He's the harder hitter. And my theory is for the last 25 years, he's been hearing this till he got this new trainer. And it's been hearing it standing right next to his brother. But then his new trainer helped him find that little, that little torque, that little twist Without changing your whole style up. Last four fights, KOs. Without changing your whole style up to get that power. And I think as a competitor, he's got that chip on his shoulder. I'm not, I'm the harder hitter. I'm the, I'm not just the boxer. I'm the puncher. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's how he goes in the ring. Keep running your mouth, by the way. Love the shirt, right? Because, man, with as much smack people talk, the Charlos don't really talk smack. They don't. They call out fighters when they need to be called out, but they don't run their mouth talking smack. You ain't this. You ain't that. They this is my time. Boss. And that's where that's why they've always had my respect. But now I'm done. I'm done poking fun. I'm done saying nothing. I guarantee you, and I bet money you're not. But of course at the not. same. But at the same time, though, I see what you wanted to say. But like one thing I, I mentioned was when they first called out Canelo's, like you just babies, you ain't ready. Mm-mm. They ready for Canelo now? No. They, the payday sounds good. It always sounds good. Everybody is under the, everybody under the sun is called out Floyd. Nobody was ready. Mm-hmm. It's just you want the money. I understand that. And then even if you lose to him, it's still not a bad loss. So take that chance. If you're but J- no, you don't want those. If you're Jamel Charlo, to me, he skyrocketed up into the top 20 talk for pound for pound with this knockout. Top 20. Let's slow down. It's a top 20 pound for pound fighter. But if you're Jamel Charlo's handlers... You put him in with Aris Landy Lara now while he's young and hungry. Yeah. Right? Right away. Yeah. That's my that's my first thought was yeah. like, right now you need to go after your, your stable and your division. Yeah. And the first one, you need to take out the best one out first. You need to take out Aris Landy Lara out first because the minute you do that, he's not competition for anybody anymore. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? You took out you took out the number one. WBC ranked opponent, and I had him picked. Everybody did. Um, everybody did. Ishay Smith, he'll I, smoke him. Yep. Um, I told everybody he was going to knock him out. Yeah, Demetrius Andrade. Knock him out. I like I like Boo Boo. And then he'll like knock him said, out too. Just like he said, um, Liam Smith would be good. Knock him out. Yeah, um, Miguel Cotto, but you know we're. Mm, I don't think you knock out Miguel Cotto, he's but not, nobody's nobody's knocking out Miguel but, Cotto unless you got plastered hands, but. He could beat Cotto mm-hmm. today. Yeah, he has to. You got. Uh, this was his final fight. You got Jared Hurd. You got Arizona. Knock him out. Yeah. So. Arizona Laura, I think, with just say, saying all those names right now, you go after the top of the division right away. Right away. There is nobody else at 154. It's like a. We just. We said it last week. It's like purgatory. Mm hmm. So it's so a purgatory. So it's just like, I don't see any other threats under there. So. 
That's right. That's right. Now, I, I got to pull up one last thing here because we talked about it before. Make sure you guys download the Squared Circle app, which is in your iOS and also Android platform. Google too, Play, so. iOS, you know what to do here. I'm just trying to get to the final countdown. <laughs> <laughs> It's the, the final, final count. Hey. 52 oh. days, 6 hours, and 44 minutes away. Master versus Master. This is the Shaolin of the East versus the Shaolin of the West. We're going to find out who the greatest fighter is of all time, probably. This is uh, this is another one just like we just saw with um, with Jermel uh, Charlo and uh, Erickson Lubin. Is now we're gonna see who's who's, who's the top really that, dog. Who's really that business, Who's the so. top dog? Fifty-two days, six hours, and forty-four minutes, and eleven seconds. You know, I didn't even look to see if there was any fights to pick this weekend. I can't um, believe that. Yeah, Gabriel Rosado and um, Glenn Tapia fights. Hey, this is talking about you guys need some money. That's actually a great matchup, and I like to see Gabe Rosado get a win. Yeah, I like Gabe Rosado just because of his heart alone. That's right. Me too. Me too, man. And, he, and he's not bad as an Italian either in Creed. Make sure you hit us up on Facebook.com forward slash squared circle 101. Make sure you hit us up on Instagram or, or some feedback on Gmail. And someone talk some smack to us on Twitter, please. What, what, you, got, what you got there for me? Uh, Jezreel Corrales, your boy with the crazy hair. And Demetrius Andra fight uh, next week also. Okay. That should be. Uh, they're oh, not yeah, fighting they're each fighting, other. No, they're fighting this weekend also. Yeah. They're not fighting each other. No. I forgot about that. Uh, Alantes Fox. Is who uh, Demetrius Andrade is fighting, and uh, Machado is the last name of the guy that Jezreel Corrales is fighting. De- Demetrius Andrade, if you want to stay relevant, you need to go after Charlo. You're probably going to lose, but you need to go after him anyways because he's still a great fighter. But make sure someone give me some feedback on Twitter and talk a little smack and download that Squared Circle app. I didn't mean that to rhyme, baby. Just happened that way. You know what I'm saying? Because I slammed. You're like five Dylons. Dylon, 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 Dylon. Just remember sunny to hit Ill, us up. Sunny ill, sunny ill, sunny ill. Sunny ill, baby. That's how Ill. we do it. You know my favorite word is, yo, hit us up. How do we win, baby? How's that keys to victory? Every failure is a lesson learned. If you're That's not right. willing to sometimes fail, then you're not ready to learn the lesson to succeed. That's right, baby. And we are here to win with the keys and victories. Make sure you hit us up next week, and I'll talk to you then. Peace.